You are now tuned in to My Skin Is My Sin on Blog Talk Radio. From goons to gods, we welcome everyone. We only have one rule. Uh, one rule. Let's be respectful. Let's be respectful. You are now tuned in to My Skin Is My Sin on Blog Talk Radio. From goons to gods, we welcome everyone. We only have one rule. And let's be respectful. Holla at us next week, man. No doubt, no doubt, man, and, and, and definitely shout out to the family, liberationmindedmedia.net, that is Black Eyed Stand, Do the Knowledge Radio, The Rundown with Renee, and My Skin Is My Sin, oh, 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 and don't forget to share the show, man, if you check it out today, or if you check it out next week, or if you check it out in a thousand years, and if you are that motherfucker that digs us up in a thousand years, you are the most phenomenal individual to ever walk the galaxy for digging up this greatness and still share our shit, man. Shout out to you. Don't forget to check out the website, emblochelle.com, designsbymonet.com, and myskinismysin.net. And you are now tuned in to My Skin Is My Sin Presents another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. And today we got one of the realest brothers you will ever meet. One of the downest brothers for our people you will ever find. Uh, Nigas Vu from the People's Action. What's going on, King? How you doing? Oh, man, everything's everything. Actually, out in the field right now. <laughs> you know? as, as usual, getting yeah. in touch with your ass is a miracle in and of itself. Yeah. Just How working feeling, for the people, bro? man. Oh, I'm feeling good, man. About to get it in, man. You know, try to continue to uh politicize politicize our people and educate them, you know and mm-hmm. uh put in work you know that's pretty much what we're doing doc what you getting into today where you at now well right now i'm at brandon's liquor store um coonville's brand's brandon's liquor store it's over here on puritan and coil in the city of detroit uh we had an incident that happened um on march 12th a lady who has a mental disability who got into a car accident in 1997, who suffered um, severe traumatic uh, trauma, uh, traumatic brain injury, which mm. caused her to be cognitively impaired, which basically she has the mind of a child, was recently mm. on March 12th beaten by a Chaldean. Uh, for those who don't know what a Chaldean is, it's basically another ethnicity of uh, an Arab. Even though Arab is considered an ethnicity, Chaldean is is they don't you know it's, it's kind of confusing but basically let's just say it's the arab um and he dragged her from outside inside the liquor store got on top of her and beat her into a bloody uh pope in front of uh four black men um this happened on march 12th and he reason he brought dragged her in inside the liquor store is because mm-hmm. she was panhandling um so we're here wow. now this is our second demonstration we're actually our third this is our third demonstration uh, in support of the family. Um, and we're here to, uh, you know, to demonstrate, man. And this guy, this Chaldean man, his name is Sam. He's been mm. in the community and he, he thinks he can do what he want to do. Thinks he can go ahead and slap people around and there's no consequences. And he got some support from the community. I mm. mean, they had a, they, you know, we had a whole bunch of coons out here barbecuing not too long ago, talking about he was a good man and she's a demon. You know, so we out here, man. We just out here putting in the work, and we about now to get that, started. That, that one o'clock. was a tough one too. You know, oh, it um, is. 
and 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 just from like like you know I'm a nurse man so so kind of dealing yeah. dealing with some some of my patients that that have had some mental issues going on um like their neighborhood looks at them totally different than rational people so to speak not to say that their 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 neighborhood isn't rational but they've witnessed a pattern of behavior that's extreme for a long time right right and that's tough to, to live with especially when 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 some of them can be violent um however getting your ass beats for doing nothing man is ridiculous i don't care who you are yeah the problem is that a lot of us um mental illness and mental disability in the black community has been normalized i mean when you yeah. think about it living in poverty within itself is a form of trauma so we have been desensitized to individuals who are out here who are mentally challenged or mentally disabled and um because of that we uh hold them to the same standards as we would someone who can think you know normal like me and you and you there has to be an exception when you yeah. think about people who don't have those same kind of cognitive abilities and we're yet still judging and holding them there you know they had a um when we did our rally um uh, two weeks ago they had a uh pornography uh a video porno video other late and oh. they, they was it was a black woman unfortunately too it was a black woman that was sharing that around as though that was going to be a deterrent for us to say hey because they got a video of this woman doing something that she normally wouldn't do um if she had the cognitive ability is that for a reason for us to step away and that's and that's completely um completely um um, um substantiates the reason why we're out here most people in their right mind wouldn't do those kind of things so why would you think that that's gonna make mm. us feel comfortable make make us uh inspire us inspire us to say hey they got a video of this woman doing some things that's you know unladylike i'll use that word and because of that we should just go ahead and just stop uh uh supporting this woman no that's gonna encourage us to do it that, that actually, actually might be a crime just that is a crime because a mentally disabled woman can't to your, can't, your consent. Nurse, can't give consent so it's equivalent to sharing child pornography um in a sense and this is in it but this is the mindset that some of our people have in the community is because mm -hmm. we have been so acclimated to our environment and we become just so desensitized and uneducated when it comes to people that have mental illness and uh mental disabilities that we hold them to that same standard and that's just completely completely uh uh, uh preposterous and reprehensible so how's she doing now though she okay no, she's not okay. So after she received the uh, the, the 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 head blows that she received um, from the store owner, um, she was leaking, bleeding. They got a video. You can look at it on social media. Mm -hmm. um, after that, she has she she was having you know she's been having seizures for several years. It had slowed down and kind of, and stopped for about two years. After mm -hmm. she after after my man beat on her, she started having seizures again at night. Mm -hmm. So. Um, he just basically um, erupted a whole series of uh, seizures that she wasn't having for a while. Now, now it's come to come back because of him. So she's mm. not doing that good. And then again, she don't even remember the incident because she got, you know, that severe trauma, uh, brain injury. So she don't even remember what happened. Wow. Jeez. And like I said, man, this is a woman that cannot fend for herself. And you know, I always say we had these conversations. By you living, when you live in a in a, in a impoverished community, mm 
Mm. That's trauma within itself, right? Yeah. I think about when I grew up in um I grew up on Oregon Street between Beechwood and Ironwood. Mm. And um I can remember and I forget this at times, but I can remember I used to hear gunshots every night. Mm-hmm. And then I remember when I went to go visit my um children's mother and she stayed in Detroit and I was visiting her and I heard gunshots mm-hmm. and I started like ducking, grabbing the kids like, hey, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? This was uh, a few years back. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, you know, like, hey, you know, what, what, what you panic? Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. These, <laughs> you know, these bullets can come through the window and hit one of the right. kids. We normalize in wartime shit. We normalize it. And it's the same thing that we're experiencing right now when we are so accustomed and seeing people who really shouldn't be out in the streets and they really need to be, uh, they really should be catered to, you know, uh, guided and watched over. Mm -hmm. We're so used to seeing them by themselves and unsupervised that we start to think that they can function and fend for themselves on their own. And they really can't. Governor Engler in night in the early nineties mm-hmm. got uh, uh uh got rid of closed down most of the mental f- facilities yeah. in the state of Michigan yeah. because he wanted to expand the budget and when he did that and he said well most of them can be in group homes well you know everybody can't be in group homes if your insurance you don't have the finances so mm-hmm. a lot of these people is just out here like she is I shared a, I shared a picture because it really started to hit home I shared a picture um, of her with her son. Uh, in 1994, yeah. 1994, yeah. it started to it started to really hit people. Then, when people saw that this picture, they said, "Damn!" Because now they were able to see a woman before she had the severe uh, injury. They could see themselves from. in her at that point. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And then people was like, "See, they called her a crackhead." See, you know, da 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 da. I said, "Well, look, even if she was a crackhead, what does that have to do with anything?" Everybody has a story. You know, it's crazy how in the black community some of us are so judgmental like we just self-righteous and we got our shit together like <laughs> like you go in a neighborhood and you don't see the trauma association associated with the way things look you don't see mm-hmm. the trash you don't see the garbage you don't see the uh the the fiends and and the alcoholics in the in the in the in the, uh, the neighborhood looking dilapidated that's a lot of deal with that's associated yeah. with the trauma and the stress and the things and oppression that we uh uh incur from all the things that have happened over the you know over decades and decades mm-hmm. in uh black America, you know what I mean? So man, we just as a as a collective, we have to be really more open minded. We have to be more compassionate. We have to be more understanding, and we can't be dismissive. I said the most prejudiced person in America is black people, <laughs> not the most mm-hmm. racist. But the most right. prejudiced. Yeah, I get what you're you know saying. what I mean. Mm-hmm. And people don't, and, and people may be, you know, they may raise the eyebrow when I hear that. But we are more prejudiced. We have become more prejudiced against each other than we are than we are um, than white people. Black people are trying to. A lot of black people are trying to move away. You know, you hear the music. I want to get away from the hood. We try to move away as far as we can from black folks. We we dismissive. We look at each other and we judge each other. We instantly. We, we, instantly, you understand know what, what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We have become extremely prejudiced towards each other. And the thing that the matter is, none of us have any room of error. No, nobody has any room to judge any other black person. Okay? Man. We got to be compassionate and we got to be understanding that this individual, only person I don't have compassion for is Coons. I don't have any uh, compassion for people 
who are treacherous and who intentionally try to harm other black folks to get cookies and brownie points for people that of non-black see, and non-African. The, the, the definition of coon needs to be expanded, you ask me. Like if you selling you selling heroin on the west side of Detroit, that's cooning. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot of people would not agree with that. I've seen a lot of people like, well, they're trying to feed their family. No, they're not, bro. They, 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 you, 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 you killing generations to do it then? Like, I'm, I'm not big on, like, like, okay, well, drug dealer X has now reformed himself. Bro, you ruined a whole fucking city. I really don't want to hear about the, the, you reforming yourself, bro. I just don't. Like you, you didn't just ruin a city for your your generation. You ruined generations worth of black folks in a whole city. I'm I can't I think, make you a hero now. I think it's different. I I think it's different levels, and I think it's different degrees. Like everything else, you know that that level of cooning uh, sometimes can be unintentional. It can be based upon you doing things based upon your circumstances and not understanding the severity because it's been normalized. But then there's certain levels of degrees of cooning where you intentionally and understand the degree of what you're doing and how treacherous it is, treacherous it is, but yet and still, mm-hmm. uh, you do it. You do it anyway. And, and, and those are the, you know, those are the people that I have uh, big issues with. And again, dope dealing, we, gla- we glorify, it's glamorized, but it's nothing to glorify and glamorize to your point. You are putting poison in the community and you're doing nothing but perpetuating um, the, 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 the problems that we have in our community. Crack, and drugs itself has destroyed so many black families in black communities. Um, it's you know, it's countless. You Historic. remember you remember what Detroit used to look like. Yes, I do. You know, well, so. let let me say this, I don't. Because I was an eighties baby. So when I was born in nineteen eighty two, when I was born, mm-hmm. you know, it still looked a lot better than it did now, tremendously, you know. But I've heard stories that it even looked even twenty times better. You know what I mean? Oh um, my god, bro! You don't even then, know. Like, I'm, I'm like a decade older than you, so yeah. I remember like Seven Mile being the destination point for black families, like Seven Mile and Southfield. That was like you you moved over there. You like you were doing something. That was the picturesque, you know. Even the East Side, like the quote unquote bad parts of the East Side, people gave a shit. You know, That's right. it, it wasn't internally bad per se. You know, even the neighborhoods that was beefing against each other, you wasn't shooting nobody mama and saying, fuck it, or, you know, just egregious shit. It had rules to the shit. You you, you know, even the, the yards looked good. It didn't look at, man, I'm telling you, it, it was, going back now, it looks like, man, a fucking bomb hit Detroit. It just literally does, man. It's the saddest shit. That I, that it did. It, a bomb did hit it. It was a crack bomb. That's what hit the city of Detroit. Yeah. Crack. Which are hitting every major urban uh, community, but I do have faith in black folks. Um, I do see the talent. I do have faith in the young generation. I think if we can politicize and educate them, I think they can move in the right direction. A lot of the people in our generation and above, uh, some of them are a lost cause. They're too embedded in their ways, and they're not going to change. Some of them yeah. can, but far too many is embedded into the culture, embedded into this capitalistic society. I, I was telling another person. I said, man. Listen, you got money. Don't floss on people. Inspire people. And floss is an extremely bad word uh, that we need to take out of our uh, our language. Because when you floss on somebody, all you're doing is saying, I got something that you don't have. You're basically uh, showing, uh, flo- uh, taunting poor people. 
you got something that they they want and you're flossing in the front of them. You know, that's the culture stunting, all of that. Why why would you want to go around somebody who don't have nothing and you want to go over there and show poor people what they got? Because you can't floss on me. If I got a hundred thousand and you got a hundred thousand and you're showing your hundred thousand, you can't floss on me because I have it. But if I right. only got ten dollars in my pocket and you got a hundred thousand, now you're flossing on me. And basically you're saying that essentially that I got something that you don't have and I'm better than you. That's what flossing and stunting is. Mm-hmm. And that kind of mentality has to change. Instead of saying, I'm going to inspire you, I got this hundred thousand. I'm gonna make I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way or I'm gonna try to inspire you and help you that, so you can get your hundred thousand as well. And and that's the mentality that has to change in the community. I always say, man, our biggest fight is our mentality. If we can change mm-hmm. our mentality, everything else are falling are falling to play. People talking about, well, we need to go buy X, Y, and Z. We need to buy this store. We need to open up a business. You know, after protest, and listen here, you can open up businesses in the black community. That don't necessarily mean that things going to thrive and flourish and, and, and flourish and, flourish, and do yeah. successful. Because guess what? They got to get support. In the community, they got to get these people in this community right now. They are so worried that we're going to shut this liquor store down permanently that um, they don't want, they don't want that because they because even though there's a market that's a couple of blocks down, they don't want to have to walk extra to that market. So they 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 want to have this liquor store to continue to be up because it's in their comfort zone. When they should be looking at that as an opportunity to purchase that liquor store. They should. But they don't want us to close it down. They want to look, and then we, and then we do have people in the, in, in in talks of purchasing um, the liquor store. We do have people that are uh, that are in the talks of that. Um, and uh, you know, he's trying. He said he wants to sell it, but the problem with him is, is that you know he's trying to play us like some suckers, like they do with everything else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Over ta- overcharge. Right. And we like, no, nah, no, nah, you're not going to overcharge us for this. Then it, it ain't going down. So it's in the works right now. We're trying to put that together. But he's playing he's playing games like you do with everything else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What, what's up, Sam? This Sam. We got my man, Sam. Man, I'm on a podcast. With my skin is my skin. Peace, family. What's going what's on? What's good, man? bro? Right? Oh, no, oh, no doubt, man. What up, though? That's dope-ass jacket, by the way, too. Yeah, we... Oh, we, appreciate it, man. So we... Yeah. Kind of my skin, my skin. My skin oh, is my, my skin. skin. Okay, solid, yeah, solid. yeah, yeah, solid. Yeah. So we we you know, we always in the field, man. So yeah, yeah, good brother. But it's no real, doubt, man. It's, it's 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 deep, man. And this is one of the things that really shocked me. Was it, one, one of the deepest is really is that you had you had brothers that were standing around why this why this black woman was getting beat to a blood, bloody pulp right in front of their eyes inside the liquor. So he dragged her from outside the inside store mm. got on top of her mm. and beat on her mm. and left her there leaking in blood and crying. <laughs> mm. You know what I mean? And you know, like, like, deep, like I was one of those people that just took the story at surface value and, 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 and in my mind justified him beating on her because she spit on him. And until I talked to you and now it's like, man, I feel so, so horrible that that I, I fell into that same trap so easily. So easily. You and know, because I, I look for the that. negative in her as opposed to look looking for the humanity in her. There you go. There you go. And like I said before, man, black folks, we are the most prejudiced 
towards each other. Because if we was not, there's no way the things that we see today would occur. Even the, even just thinking about, you know, when I used to be out there hustling, you know, you would have cats on the block, man. They won't even allow you to open up shot on their street, right? Right. You know, you have to go to war. You open up a weed house, That's a, a dope house, they ready Fact. to go to war, right? Absolutely. When you look on every corner, what do you see? You see a liquor store. You see a beauty supply. You see a a, a cell phone. They got they all kinds about that. of businesses in your community. Who the real motherfucking gangsters? So you'll go and you'll go to war with another black man over some goddamn trees or or, or, or dope that would you take a penitentiary chances, folks? But here you got all these motherfucking legitimate businesses that's making millions of fucking dollars and trying to trick with your women and trying to uh and slapping your women. And you won't go to war with these motherfuckers. And you're not even buying your dope from black people. You're not even buying your dope from black people. You understand what I'm saying? So I always say it's our mentality got to change. I can, we can go and get a black president. They can get all these nice things. They can get everything. They can get all the motherfucking uh, reparations, which we should do and which we are entitled to. We can do a lot of stuff. But if we don't politicize and change the mentality in the black community, it don't matter what the fuck you, uh, you, uh, you do for them. It don't matter what you do for us, it's gonna be done in vain because we mm -hmm. are not we are not mentally prepared, we're not mentally educated to actually operate the way we're supposed to. We gotta get out of that slave mentality. We're still embedded in our prejudiced ways towards each other. It has not changed. And that's a harsh exactly. reality that a lot of us don't want to have a discussion about. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation and a half that you're right, niggas don't wanna have, bruh. You know, um, I ain't gonna hold you up too long, man. I know y'all got shit to do, bruh. I wanted to yeah. make sure that we did our part, man, to kind of shed some light on what's going on, man. And plus you family, bro. You already know. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm about to get out of here, man. Um, I appreciate the love, man. And make sure y'all always check this brother out, man. This brother always, always putting it down for the people, man. I really appreciate you, good brother. I'm about to go out here and uh piss off some coons and wake up some black minds. <laughs> All right. Salute, man. Black pop.